don't get stuck in the suck. And I feel like early in the year that was happening to me. And then when I was actually in quarantine with a positive child, I just had this moment of, I am not willing to wish these years away. I am not willing to think that these years completely suck. I have to find my bright spots and pull myself up out of this a little bit and understand that this is some really special time in my kids' lives. I'm Amy. And I'm Abby. And as women, we are constantly comparing ourselves to others. But your life isn't supposed to look like hers. Being your best self means standing firm in your decisions and always being willing to grow with a purpose. We get vulnerable and real with an honest look into the challenges and triumphs we all face. Every woman listening gets the opportunity to choose what life looks like for herself. Okay, guys, we are a mess right now. (laughs) That is the truth. As I'm sure so many of you feel, 2022 for me has been an absolute slide into it. At first, I had this stomach virus that I could not kick, and then I had a one-week break, and then COVID finally entered the Mm -hmm. Kiefer household. We had a positive child, and so we were quarantined with him. So I am trudging through just like so many other people, and today we wanted to start the episode by kind of talking about our own experiences in pandemic parenting, and then we are going to talk about some things that we have found really helpful, some mind shift changes that we can use because, you know, the train is only going forward. So this is the path. We have not gotten to choose our path. You know, in a large part, it has been chosen for us. But what I do know is that life is going to keep going on and we've got to figure out how to make the most of it. Yeah. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know that we also had a run in with COVID. So I um, probably got it from you guys. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> we, we quarantined for 10 days, which made it hard because we got it right at the beginning, not the beginning of COVID. Obviously, this has been going on for two years now, but we got COVID on December 18th. And at that point, there was still that 10 day, everyone inside the house. So we missed all of our Christmases, our New Year's Eve plans, those were changed. Our kids didn't go back to daycare, you guys, until January 3rd. It was a lot of together time. And I remember as we were going with this Christmas, this was going to be the Christmas, you guys, that we were going to get together as a family, finally, because my grandma turned 94 just a couple days before Christmas. And we don't know how many years she has left with us right now. We haven't had a Christmas with her since 2019. So for that reason, we were going to play all the games, tell all the stories, and really just be together as a family. And my heart, it still aches that we didn't get those memories, especially with her being 94 years old this year. And for our kids, part of this Christmas magic, and I know a lot of others were in the same boat with being being sick or being quarantined throughout the holidays, it just wasn't there. Not in the same way. Although I will say Colin bought a Santa suit on Amazon and it was shipped right to our house and seeing the kids light up when they saw Santa come to the door. Amy, I remember they kept on saying, where's dad? He needs to see this. Where's dad? He needs to see this. So we definitely tried to make the most of it where we could. Did you just say he was in the sauna? (laughs) I was like, where is he? Where is he? He went to the garage. (laughs) But when he came back, the kids were like, Dad, Santa came. Santa came. So yeah, definitely made the most of it where we could, but it wasn't the same as it usually is. 
And this is a hard subject because we know that so many people feel overhearing about it. However, as you guys know, on Tuesdays, we do our community share day. And every week for the past few weeks, it has been the same thing. People are either getting COVID, they've been exposed to it, their daycare shut down, they're worried about it. Like this is still this huge theme in all of our lives. It has been an extremely hard time to be a parent to little children. You know, whether you're a working parent, because for those of us that are working, childcare constantly changes. It could be any day you could have a tech show up that your child's been Mm -hmm. exposed and they need Mm -hmm. to be back home. So that happens. But I also know for our stay at home mom community, like the idea that you are even more isolated than normal and you're having to stay inside of your home when a lot of stay at home moms are like, no, this is not our normal life. Like normally we take our kids to the library day. We take our kids to the children's museum. We take our kids places. And for a lot of us that has just like drastically changed. So You guys know our friend Alicia helps with DMs on Tuesdays. And I wanted to read you guys something that she sent over because I found it to be really helpful. She said, I just want to say this because a lot of people have written in this week with similar things. We just completed our third quarantine with the kids due to a close contact testing positive and our kids not being vaccinated. What has been really helping my anxiety and helping us get through this tough season is that I have written down and repeated this out loud to myself often. We are currently healthy and happy, and this is all we know right now. Instead of always being ready for the next sickness or quarantine to hit, I repeat that. When they do hit, I take it a moment at a time. And if we aren't healthy, we plow through and we make a game plan as needed to get through that. I loved her thoughts right there because I know at the beginning when Omicron was like really picking up, I could start kind of spiraling, especially I've had a lot of work projects coming up. So I was like, what if this happens? What if it's this week when we get it? What if, what if, what if? And when Alicia sent that, I was like, she's got a perfect point. I really can't help if our family's going to get it or not. So all I can do is live in the moment. Like as humans, we don't have as much control as we think we do ever, ever, ever. And that's just period. That's something that is a life lesson for all of us. So now this has taken like what little control we thought we had almost away But I just keep coming back to like, I can really only during these seasons where it spikes back up is take it one day at a time. I can't always be living in the fear that one of us might get sick, one of us might get exposed. So having a mantra ready to go, just like Alicia said, where she says, we are happy and healthy today. And that is all I know right now. One thing that was really speaking to me is that I would say, Amy, everything is okay right now. And whatever comes, we'll make it through. Because I think when you have one positive person in the house, like you guys had, and like we had, you're just like, okay, is this going to be a domino effect? Because we've had listeners and followers tell us, you know, we were out for 30 days because one kid got it, and then the next kid got it, and then the next kid. 
And so it's kind of like labor and delivery in the sense of I can't take another woman's experience and think that that's going to be my experience. I am just going to have to go through this and see what happens to my family. And whatever does, we're going to be okay. We'll figure it out. We'll make it through. I couldn't just be the whole time, you know, bringing the negativity of we're going to be here for a month, like we're screwed, you know, so really... I think what it's got to be is you're taking things one day at a time, you're doing what you can do, but you're also understanding a lot of this is out of our control. Abby and I, both of our families, were lucky in the sense that only one person got it, but we wouldn't give you guys any hacks. We didn't do anything special. In fact, probably less than other people did to try to prevent it spreading through our own households. So it's like, sometimes it's kind of seems like the luck of the draw. Right. Yeah. We weren't masking. We weren't quarantining the one person who had it. It was like, we're in this together. We're in yeah. this together. I remember the very, very first day, we didn't know what to do. It was still kind of early on. And I remember having Colin be in the basement for a while. I'm like, I can't do this for 10 days with three kids on my yeah, own. Yeah, yeah. There's no way I can do this. And some people make the choice to isolate. Right. And we would never judge that. We think you guys should all, you know, figure out what's going to work for you and your family. Talk to your health department. Do what you're going to do. We're just saying we collectively were like, we're not going to isolate this one kiddo from the family. It's just not possible at his age. So we're going to make the choice to do this together. Yeah. And another thing that helped was being the pace car and not the race car. And what I mean by this is that as soon as we got news that Colin had COVID, we were already on our way to Christmas. Grandma literally threw the presents in the back of the van. We drove home. We did a Zoom Christmas. But at that moment, I went into this fury mode, which is very typical for Abby Green, <laughs> of like, okay, it's Saturday night, it's 5.30 p.m., and we're going to plan every single minute of the next 10 days here of when we can both work, of when we can both get our own time in, of when we can sleep, all those pieces of it. And Colin, he has COVID. He doesn't even feel good at this point. He's like, babe, we just got to chill. Like, this is Christmas. Let's just enjoy our Christmas right now. And from there, it was like, okay, there's some planning element that still feels good for me of knowing when I can get some time in. But at the same time, we did take it day by day. Like We definitely took it day by day. And for somebody like me, when I had the work time, I definitely used it. Like That was a big piece of it. I definitely used it. But in my mind, I'm like, could I get three days of work done in one day? Like Just in case this happens again, I still fall into that right now, Amy, where if I have a full work day, I'm like, should I get a little bit more in? Is tomorrow promised? Are we going to get that phone call from daycare tomorrow? So I think just being able to sit and say, I can get as much work done today as I possibly can, and then we'll figure out tomorrow. And as a working mom, or even as a stay-at-home mom, figuring out what you can do today, what you do actually have control over today, it just gives back a little bit. And it doesn't make that fury ball come up out of the craziness and just make you go absolutely insane. That's really interesting because Drew had the same reaction when we got our Wait, positive- me and Drew had the same yeah, reaction? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> he like literally wanted to plan every single thing out. And I was like, I truly can't. And what Drew and I came to realize is as always in marriage, there's got to be some type of compromise. Mm -hmm. Like he truly wanted to plan the seven days out. And I was like, I get so overwhelmed doing that. Like I really can only see this day and how I'm going to get through this one day. And he was like, 
but Amy, that's not how my job works. I can't show up to corporate America tomorrow and say, actually, Amy's feeling like she needs more time <laughs> intuition today. says. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, there's got to be a balance where you can give me some heads up so that I can adjust my meetings or move things around. It's also this idea of because I'm sure a lot of you have this, you might be the one with a less flexible job. And that puts stress on the family. Like Drew's job is not flexible and mine is flexible. However, that doesn't mean that I don't have a lot of work to do. I just don't have as much scheduled meetings as he does. So what we found is like, I had so much less work time than him just right. because of the meetings. And we were like, that's not fair. We have to figure out how to make space for Amy, even though she doesn't A, have meetings and B, what gets really hard, I think, for families, if you guys have a parent that's preferred, the boys want me all the time. So even if Drew is so helpful, they'll be like, no, I want mom. I want mom. And right in the beginning, day one, I said, Drew, absolutely not. We are not getting into this, that Amy's going to come over there and save the day. You have to say, I know that you want mom, but I can do this and I am going to do it. I was like, I am not for mm -hmm. seven days going to run in and do the thing that the kid wants me to do because that's going to be exhausting and I know I'm going to burn out. So if you feel something triggering you on day one, yeah, <laughs> like right, know right. that you should speak up because yep. you are not going to be able to hold your peace resentment will pop up on you if you don't say what you need. And I needed to let him know I was not going to run in every time they threw a fit because he was helping. Taking a quick break to tell you guys about the new Expecting an Empowered app. As many of you know, that is the business that I own with my sister, and we finally were able to launch our app. So our signature products, the pregnancy and postpartum guide are in there, but we also have some really cool new features like the core series with Jacqueline Brennan, who has been on the podcast before, and the running series. So Abby and I are both in the running portion of the app, ready to coach you guys. We get to be in your ears even more, leading you through a workout. So you can head over to the Expecting and Empowered app, search it in the app store. And when you get into the running portion, take the postpartum running assessment. See if you are ready to go on a run. If you're not quite there, we're going to give you a customized workout plan so that you will be able to run. And then you can pick Crystal, Abby, or I to go on a run with. And we coach you all the way through. So in our show notes, we have some discount codes for you guys. Whether you're an Apple user or a Google Play user, we will have discount codes for you in the notes. Can't wait to see you over in the app. Okay, so I wanted to talk about something that happened to me during quarantine. So I just had this moment in time where I was cuddling with Trey, who's our four-year-old, and his hand was in my hand, and I could see that his hand didn't even make up my palm yet. Like his hand is still so little, and he's our middle one. And so I just had this moment of like, wow, Amy, these kids are still so little. And 
I know that this has been a really hard couple years. I think that's what we constantly see on social media. All the articles that kind of go viral are about how moms everywhere are at their breaking point. And I understand that wholeheartedly. But I also was like, you know what? I can't live in that feeling of like, this sucks. As Matrescent said in the last episode, don't get stuck in the suck. And I feel like early in the year that was happening to me. And then when I was actually in quarantine with a positive child, I just had this moment of, I am not willing to wish these years away. I am not willing to think that these years completely suck. I have to find my bright spots and pull myself up out of this a little bit and understand that this is some really special time in my kids' lives. You know, the good news is it doesn't seem like it impacts them as much as it impacts us. And so those days at home were really special. The boys are at such cute ages and we had such special time together that there were times when I was like, I could not be luckier. Like I literally could not be luckier. And so I think with everything at herself, it's a balance. We're saying like, feel your feelings. Cause there was also a time where I was just crying on Drew's chest because I was so overwhelmed. Work was truly the stressor for me. I can be home with my kids, but I cannot be home with my kids and act like I have also a full work day. And so I really had to lower my expectations and communicate with my coworkers, including Abby, and sometimes say, you know what? I cannot even think about this right now. I am truly trying to just get through the day. I set boundaries where I needed to. And, you know, that was the truth of the matter is that I couldn't act like I could get as much done as I normally can get done in the week. And I think. We have to be able to communicate that. Our companies, whoever you're working for, have to understand that. It's just not possible to do it all. And you were so good, Amy, about setting those boundaries and then communicating them so that we all knew where you were. I mean, even when prepping for this episode, I sent Amy this list of ideas at 8.30 at night and you responded with, I can't even think about this right now, maybe tomorrow. And it was just refreshing knowing that you were speaking what your needs were. You were saying your boundaries very politely, obviously. And when I understood that, it made it easier for me to support you during that time. So it's helpful for the other people around you. It's helpful for yourself to be able to say and state those boundaries. One key for me during all of this was actually to pull in my black and white thinking. It goes back to a little bit what you were saying before, Amy, of when I was working, I was working. And when I was a mom, I was a mom. It is way too hard, especially with all the work Mm -hmm. that we're doing with pursuing her purpose and the launch of the app to be doing both of those because you get frustrated with work and then you also get frustrated with your kids at the exact same time. So when I had the working hours, I wasn't using it to clean. I wasn't using it to do laundry. I wasn't using it to play with the kids. It was just for work. And then when the laptop was closed and it was Colin's turn to work, I was on with the kids. And it made it so much more enjoyable than trying to do both all at once and spend hours and hours trying to multitask. Because when we were multitasking, working with kids, you're not getting anything done well. And it's just so frustrating for everyone. Right. One thing that I had done, and you guys know, like usually I am not the cleaner, but during this time where we were in our house for seven days, I was. Here's what I did. I needed the kitchen to be clean. 
were always in there. Things are always going on in the kitchen. It was like, if I can just have this one room clean, for whatever reason, my brain feels better. So once during the day and every night, I cleaned that one room and I understood, right? I had kids at home. I'm not going to clean the toy area every day. Mm-hmm. Like it just wasn't mm-hmm. going to happen. But if that one room was okay, it was like, I felt like we were okay. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you know what you need, but this isn't a time where you're going to be able to have every single thing. So you've got to figure out what do I need to feel okay and what can I let go this week or however long you are in there? What can I let go? Because if you don't make it a conscious choice, you feel like you're dropping the ball. Right, you right. feel like you're failing. But if you make the conscious choice, I'm going to put this living room down for the week because I know that that's where they're going to live and that's fine. It was okay because I knew I was putting that down. Yeah, and for VIP patrons, I just recorded a VIP workshop on exactly that, of having the choice and making it a choice. It really gives you back your personal power. And at that point, it just makes you feel more in control of like, this is what I decided on, and I'm going to go forward with it. And a quick break to mention our other podcast, which is Pursuing Her Purpose. So for those of you who follow along on Instagram, you know that Amy and I started a new podcast with our friend Kat Harrow back in September. So this is really for the woman who is looking for something a little bit more. And this week happens to be the week that we are launching our course. So this is our signature offer. It's the course for the individual who wants to take their big idea and finally get it off the ground and into the world for others to purchase. We go through things like Instagram and branding. We dive into launching. We have strategies on how to help with mindset. So really a very comprehensive course. It also is going to teach you how to start and grow your business for those of you who may already have a business that is in those very budding stages. So if you're not quite ready for the course yet, know that Amy and I and Kat also have a lot of podcast episodes ready and waiting for you. So head over to Pursuing Her Purpose and check those out. I really felt like I was back in the newborn period where a lot of days it was like I could squeeze in a little bit of movement. I would go for a walk at night Mm -hmm. as a refresh because the day was long and I would shower every night. And so Abby and I, before we recorded the episode, we were thinking, you know, one thing we want to get across is depending on the age of your children, we understand that actually quarantining for you might be really, really, really hard. I think that because I was with a two and a four year old, I felt pretty good. Like I felt like They're demanding in their own ways, but it wasn't quite as demanding. No one's sucking on my boobs anymore. Like I really would tell them sometimes, mommy is going to clean the kitchen right now. That's what I need to do. So you guys need to be able to play. Mm -hmm. Whatever it was, I could set those boundaries. So I know that if you have younger kids, but also here's where we differ too, because like toddlers drive Abby crazy. Sure do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's like, I feel like it might be more challenging than you're hearing from us. We certainly had our challenges during it. Yeah, I just want to make that known because I know if you have very, very little kids and you don't have any help, that can be such a stressful season. And we've both been through that before too. Yeah, definitely. Or if you have to quarantine back to back to back, like that can be really stressful as well. When we were testing the rest of the family, it's like your heart stops every time you have to look at another test because you don't know if that's going to take your destiny for another five days. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like your destiny is going to be determined for you. 
And we've been talking a lot about presence and trying to stay in the moment, trying to find the silver linings while also feeling our feelings. So I want to bring up something that's on that topic, but also slightly different. So I had a meeting with my doctor recently. I was talking to her about some of my anxious tendencies, some thyroid issues, among a few other things. And she brought up something very interesting. So for starters, I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's. So I have a lot to take in over the next few weeks. So many of you have been very sweet about reaching out. It's just a lot. Like Amy and I have been talking about it, trying to figure these things out. She gave me a list of the vitamins and minerals I'm deficient in with some diet tweaks that she recommends. So definitely working with my doctor on those things. But when she handed me that list, she paused and she said something to the effect of, Abby, none of these things are going to help if you don't find some space in your day to be mindful. I wish I would have understood the value of this when I was your age. It would have made me a more present mom, a more engaged wife, and a more empathetic physician. And I don't know if she could see the overwhelm and the fatigue in my eyes from being up with two rowdy kids all night, from just getting out of a quarantine, or maybe she noticed me moving and fidgeting. And that's just part of Abby overall is just these little movements all the time. But those words, they hit so hard. And here I am looking at this wise and beautiful doctor who has all this information and knowledge. And she's telling me that the most important piece of this entire puzzle is mindfulness and bringing myself back to the here and now. And you guys, we need to have a solid foundation and a solid relationship with our mind before we're able to heal our body in any way. So if you're having a hard time getting into the moment, like how I do often, I have an exercise that I've recently done with a few of my coaching clients. I use this one frequently, and this is especially helpful if you find yourself yelling a lot, if you find yourself not being able to focus, or you find yourself procrastinating, or definitely for anyone who lives their day in a constant state of multitasking. So Join with me if you like. You can do it while you're walking. You can do it while you're driving. You can do it while you're doing the dishes, whatever you're doing right now. And it's called 54321. So literally just look around and name five things that you can see. So carpet, Amy, merchandise, herself sign, microphone. And now list out four things that you can hear. And then three things that you can feel any aches, your clothing on your body. Two things that you can smell. And then one thing that you can taste, even if it's leftover lunch or a little bit of toothpaste. So can you feel your shoulders like noticeably drop After this exercise, when I do this one, I feel my entire body just sink a little bit deeper, like the weight of the day, it's been lifted. And it reminds me to center myself and that taking these moments to be mindful and present, they will be the things that can make the rest of our days far more productive. So if you're exhausted right now, like know that we're right there with you. We have been there with you. But just like Amy mentioned earlier and what Megan and Lauren said in last week's episode, don't stay stuck in the suck. We've been at this for two years, you guys. There may be many more seasons like this ahead and embracing the challenge, surviving and finding those little pockets of light where we can, it's going to help the stretch just feel better for all of us. 